Okay, good morning, everybody. This is Angela. I'm just going to wait a few moments to allow other people to arrive, but just to let you know that I'm here. And we are blessed to be together. So we'll just wait a few moments. Just let people call in. And I have everybody muted just in case you're trying to say anything. Okay, well, I think I'll pray in, and again, we can just let people arise, but we can begin in prayer. So just encouraging you to take a moment, if you can, center and still, get nice and tall in the spine. And if you can, close your eyes and place your hand on your heart. Just come to that centered place of stillness. Taking in a deep breath of gratitude. Just grateful to be here, grateful that this is an opportunity, that this is available to us to gather in a sacred circle of like-minded, loving souls, a safe place to share authentically our joys, our challenges, and the beautiful opportunity to remember the truth of who we are. And we gather today to hold each other in the light So all those who can be present and those who will listen later, we hold each other in the light of truth, trusting that this is a healing opportunity. So we deeply speak from our hearts and we set the intention to be heart-centered. And so we just allow this call to take place. We allow the healing to unfold. And we just notice what comes up for each of us. We thank our teachers, Jennifer, Venerable. We thank one another for teaching us as well. And so we allow this call to begin trusting in its power. And so it is. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to unmute everybody, and then we can self-mute as needed. And then, of course, we'll just greet each other, just saying good morning. So if you're just arriving, we've just prayed in, and I'm just about to unmute everybody, and then you guys can take it from there. So here we go. Okay, so who would like to say good morning? Start us off. Good morning, this is Susan from Minnesota. And Robin, Los Angeles. Don't all talk at once now. <laughs> Maybe it's just the three of us, huh? I don't know. No, you know, as a teacher, you have to allow wait time. You have to be patient. <laughs> there are 
I'm going to mute myself because I'm going to grind coffee beans. Okay. Ooh, Sharon's okay. Can you hear me? Yes, say good morning again, please. Hi, it's Sean from Miami. Hi, Sean. Hi there, it's Lori from North Carolina. Morning. Hey, Lori. Good morning, Rob. Okay, we have a few others. Maybe they're not able to sh- to talk right now, but we'll let them come in as they'd like. So anyone who would like to get started in sharing, take it away, guys. This is your time. Well, I'm having some challenges. As most people know, I do solar and, um, and I knock on doors. And, you know, last month was not a really productive month for me, um, appointment-wise. And um, I seem to be getting a lot of messages to put aside gripes and grievances and um, things like that. So it's... um, I was going to do a written process yesterday about that, but I was um, um, then my body was like, no, I need sleep. So in the past when I didn't get enough sleep, I I I got sick. So um, so I went to sleep for you know I gave myself more time than I thought that I needed. Gave myself two hours, and I woke up three hours later. <laughs> and I don't know what happened, what, what happened to my alarm, but it doesn't matter. So, um, so I guess I'm just I don't have I unfortunately I don't have have the time to be on this call on the entire call. But I'm just basically, uh, if anybody has any input, I'm open to it. Um, if you could say a prayer for my but putting aside gripes and grievances and lack of limitation and, and judging an opinion at the end of the call for me, um, that would be great. Uh, and to um, um, just let my light shine. You know, the Agape Bulletin... Um, uh, they sent off an email yesterday saying, let let your light shine, and that seems to be the theme of things. I say I need to, like, get out of my own way, for lack of a better a better description. Or hey, Rob. Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob. Yeah. This is Lori. Hi. I just have, hi. 
I just have a question. You mentioned that you were going to do some journaling yesterday, and you didn't. What was the journaling going to be around? Um, it was about the thoughts on my mind, about about um, what's going on in my mind, what if I think I'm blocking myself, what my blocks are, what my limitations are, what my judgments and opinions are. Well, that sounds like a great one. I've been doing a lot of that recently. Um, I don't know, as you were asking that question, I thought maybe you could make time to do that and start there and just see where you're led. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and um, I think I'll, I will be doing that this this evening because unfortunately I need to work I need to still plan my route this morning and go and uh you know, take it and take care and helping some people so I will do that um this evening. But uh Great. And then next time we connect maybe you can share a little bit about what happened. Sure. Sure. Um That would be great. Yeah, I'm going to continue to do my divine experiment, which I have reminders in my phone to do, but I don't always do. So I will do that this morning. That I can, that I can do. That that doesn't take a lot of time. I will do that this morning for sure. So, but, so, and the divine experiment is simply to, um, uh, um. Actually, it's not in, it's not in in front of me now, but to just get get rid of those, get rid of what I said earlier, and um, try and be, you know, happy and joyful and cheerful, and not listening to my, uh, I you can call it a monkey mind, my mental junk, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, well, which, and you know, you know, Rob, the other thing that I would invite you to do is actually be able to maybe sometimes stay on a whole community call and listen to what other people are going through and then maybe you'll find some similarities um, because that helps me a lot and Mm -hmm. and and I know that sometimes just by listening to what other people are sharing I go oh that was so helpful I'm going to try that so um I know that you're you, you have things to do and work is really important to you and I like when you're part of the the group and part of the community and I would also love for you to you know hear what what we all have to say too. And great idea. Um so I think it's a matter of planning I was going to plan my route last night. I, but then I had some, uh, some, you know, slept longer than I was planning on. There was issues, issues in the laundry room, et cetera. So I did plan on doing that, but that didn't happen. But I, I love your idea, and I, I will put a reminder in my in my phone to actually listen to the call, um, either this evening or to, or tomorrow night, and clean any input that I can. Thank you so much, Rob, for sharing. And I loved, I loved that reminder myself to like, 
to journal around what you were talking about. So mm-hmm. it it was very helpful. So thank you for sharing that. Sure, and uh, and like I remind everybody uh, whenever I talk to them, <laughs> be awesome as always. Okay. Yes. Bye. Take care, Rob. Enjoy, everyone. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your weekend. Take care, Rob. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, Sean. I heard that you were on the call. It's Lori. How are you? I'm doing well, Lori. I'm just getting ready to go to the class I have to go to, so I'm scrambling getting ready. <laughs> but it is it is very useful listening to everybody because I, I realize I am so similar to everybody else. It's a little different, but we're all the same. You, yes. You blurred out, so I couldn't hear what you were saying. Oh, I was rambling a little. Let me take you off speaker. I was just saying that I don't generally get to listen to the class that, or participate in the class because I'm always busy doing things on Saturday as well. Um, but I get a lot out of listening to the calls. And I realize we all have the same issues. Maybe not issues, but the same things going on in our lives. And it's interesting to see how other people deal with things. And I have found a lot of it very useful. Yeah. I I like what Rob said about the journaling because I've been doing a lot of just writing lately and looking at that. Um, What are some tools that have been helping you lately? Well... I actually don't write anything. For some reason, I have no problems writing a tech, you know, I do a lot of tax and computer type work and I have no problems writing that, but when it comes to feelings, I don't write. So I try to do everything out loud. And I think somebody mentioned once um, that it would probably be useful to tape myself and play it back. But... I'm trying to do a little bit more. I I, I started doing the daily journaling, which I find useful, but I find that I just do it in the morning and I never get back to it at the evening. But one of my favorite tools is working with The Course in Miracles. And I'm very... I, I go to a lot of study groups and I do... It took me 10 years and I'm up to lesson 226 now. And I'm very vigilant about doing it every day. Sometimes I do lessons, maybe the same lesson two or three times, two or three days in a row. But that's been my spiritual practice. But I am open to doing a lot of the more work in the workbook that I haven't done. But I try not to beat myself up for it. So I don't know if I answered your question about what tools I use, but... I find um, A Course in Miracles very um, eye-opening. You answered my question perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) You know, honestly, sometimes 
sometimes I don't feel like I'm as, I don't know, for lack of a better word, as good as everybody else, but I just realize that I'm different and I use the tools differently. It's kind of like ice cream. I kind of see it like ice cream. You know, if we all go into an ice cream store, you know, we're all there for the ice cream. But but I may choose, you know, to get chocolate peanut butter, and you may choose to get another flavor, or you may get sprinkles, and I may not. And it's okay because we're all in the ice cream store, and we're all having fun having ice cream. So (laughs) That's true. That's a great way to look at it. And that's how I feel. I just couldn't articulate that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> By the way, I like chocolate. Only chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, everybody place your order. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if Miles was here we'd be on his pat on his back. Having ice cream Sundays. Yeah. 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 Miles, anyhow. So I'm going to mute everybody because I actually have a guitar class that I have to be at soon, but I'm going to listen to the class. Have fun. All righty, guys. I'm here. If you, you need can, me, I'll come back in. You can, um, all right. you, can play, you can play your guitar on Miles' back deck when we all meet there for ice cream. Yeah, there you go. Hopefully I'll be ready to um I'll be ready with that. <laughs> I have a little bit more practicing to go, but you know, I'll try. All right guys, you enjoy the weekend. You too. Thank you. Thank you for including me. Thanks. So the floor seems to be open if anybody else wants to say good morning that you've joined or other people feel moved to share. Good morning, everyone. It's Grace. I'm running a little late today, but I'm here. Thank you. Gloria, are you are you moderating the class this morning? Is that you? Um, actually, Angela's here. Lori's here oh, too. She's great at helping things too. Well, <laughs> She's okay. doing the job. I joined in late, and I wasn't sure what was 
Oh, that's okay. So all this stillness, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I should start uh, telling my story again. But I decided not to. I'm just going to listen today. Okay. I'm feeling a little tenderhearted, and I'm just glad to just be present here with you all sharing this moment. Thank you. Sure. We just have a little background noise, I think, from Mary. I'm just going to mute you. If you want to share, you can just start to, or if you can self-mute. And Grace, I just acknowledge you for being on the call. I know the days when I feel like not sharing. I barely want to be there on the call. Uh, but I acknowledge you for coming. Thank you. I'm, I'm sitting here going, okay, all the silence. I think maybe I sh- do need to yeah. talk. And I just don't want to be vulnerable, you know. And I'm just feeling like the same issues keep resurfacing. and And I'm like wondering, and I'm trying so hard and and I'm really trying to be compassionate and loving and yeah. it's the hard day today. Grace, are you willing to share anything about maybe some of the thoughts you're having? I think I'm just feeling, I'm thinking that, you know, it's like, I'm just feeling really um, abandoned, you know, by my family. And it's, it's, it's painful to see people that, you love and care about and and I feel like I've demonstrated so much love and and then they just keep rejecting me and I'm wondering am I not loving myself and I'm thinking that's what the mirror is telling me to love myself and be compassionate with myself and I've been trying all year really since I started the class I started realizing the mirror for me is like was the most difficult lesson to learn and to really accept that you know I'm being mirrored back something about myself, some aspect. And just seeing that, and it's difficult because I really feel like I'm this grown woman that's supposed to, or I am trying to be awakened and loving, and the same people keep rejecting me, and I keep focusing on those same people, and I'm like really, I really think, that God's bringing me to my knees so that I could really just let go of that and refocus and really be vigilant with my thoughts and not let them wander about those people that don't 
accept me or love me and I'm not good enough for them or whatever it is that's going on and focus on the ones that do love me and the good things that happen and I'm like really getting that lesson about what am I focusing, where am I putting my God mind, you know, and I'm trying to really focus my God mind on, you know, my um, on love, I'm really truly loving myself and creating that and I get these and I get these, you know, mirrors back of of love, especially for my children and people that um some people that I'm really close to and even like members in our community which has been just so wonderful embracing me and then I still go back to those people. You know, I'm still like, why? I'm trying to understand, and I can't, and I keep saying, oh, I'm trying to understand. I don't understand, but I would like to. And then and then I just feel like this heaviness because these people just are so uncaring to me, and I don't understand it. This is Susan. I'm just curious. Um, what it is that uh, I, I go back to this love language of five. Hello. Oh, yeah. Um, Jennifer and I can't remember whether it was in a blog or it was in her Monday night class, I think it was the Monday night class, was talking about, you know, when after you have done, I'm not articulating this very well, but but basically it was that there are some times when you have to just let them go and not think about them and not um, try to contact them and, you know, that kind of thing that, you know, if you've tried, what I understood is, you know, if you've tried everything um, and it's still, you know, causing you pain and and all of that, that maybe, um, maybe you need to just um, move them out of your mind and your attention. Yeah. Does anybody remember that from the Monday night class? Because I'm not real sure that I'm articulating it well. Well, I can remember she was talking about that we block that we block the, the twelve solar aspects of the deity. Mm-hmm. Because we believe something of ourselves or others that's less than love. So, and I think that's, I'm probably blocking all, you know, the the love and the joy and, you know, the prosperity, even the freedom, I guess, because I focus on these people. It's just like I'm, I, I like go back into compassion and then there's something happens with them again, you know? Uh-huh. Like, for example, um, my, my father's wife, uh, injured her knee and and uh she had surgery and 
and they're all like, okay, well, we're all going to take turns helping out, and and I'm happy to do that. Except I wasn't able, I didn't, I wasn't able to that day. I just, I already had a, a, a an appointment. I mean, I I did some volunteer work at the women's shelter, and it was my shift, and I I, I needed to be there. I couldn't just. And there's like twelve. There's thirteen other brothers and sisters. It's not. I'm not the only one, but I'm the only one that gets. Oh, you never do this and you never do that. When I do a lot, it's just never enough for them. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like they think that I need to do everything and pay for everything, or else I'm not doing anything. And I don't. I refuse to accept that now. I do. I'm, I. I don't have to do anything if I don't want. I do exactly. it because I do it out of love, not. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like I had now. I feel like I had to. They wanted me to do something out of a sense of obligation. When I, anyway, really didn't want to, and I, because I already had a, a commitment that I needed to be at. I wanted to be there. I wanted to serve, and there was other people. I didn't have to drop everything I'm doing to go satisfy them so they could love me when they're not going to. I don't so think. It's that, I, I hear you say that from your from your mind. I'm wondering if you um, believe that or if you're feeling guilty even though you no um, yeah definitely you know like i'm like oh i should have done this my father you know but then i'm like you know what i'm not responsible for anybody for everybody i'm not and 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 this is something that the course has taught me so i'm not responsible for it i'm responsible for everything i see but i'm not responsible for someone else's happiness or i'm not responsible for everything that that has to happen for this to happen you know, people have exactly. to just, they have to step up and not expect me to do everything. Right. And so you know, that's... Right? Right? Yeah. Yes. It, it's awesome because mm-hmm. what I'm hearing in all of this is that you're making two stories up at the same time that you're going between. Mm-hmm. So remember how, you know, we talk, Jennifer talks about how it's, it's not the story we make of it. Well, on one side, I hear you telling yourself the story that um, it's okay to, you know, choose what you're choosing. And on the other side, I hear you making a story of um, obligation and all of the other stuff. So, um I hear background noise from somebody. I know, I do and too. It's really distracting. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I just mentioned that Grace. I think your line for some reason is getting feedback. I'm not sure why. Then my line is getting what? I don't know if you have the computer. It's like that. The, the sound is coming from your line. I'm just letting you know. Oh, must, I don't have any sound. But maybe it's just my actual cell phone that I have on speaker. Let me let me un get. Is that better? Okay. Yes. Is that better? Or? <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Yeah, there we better. go. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. No, that's okay. Um, no, what I was saying is, I hear the beauty of what you're sharing is, I hear like as it's happening, the unfolding of you telling yourself two different stories. Like the one story is 
I'm I'm free to make my my own choices and I'm being as loving as I can. And the other story is um, I'm not living up to expectations. I'm not I'm not available and you know and all of those things. And the only thought the only question I had was, wow, when we what would it be like if we as people realized and we're able to see the stories that were going on, the two different ones, the loving one and the unloving one, and then just be honestly able to follow the loving one and say, yeah. I'm just going to trust the loving one because for whatever reason, the meaning you're making of it in those moments are they're veering over toward the other story, the old story that you used to put yeah. yourself into. Mm-hmm. And... So and that's about, what I'm seeing, but I'm not understanding why. Like, it's like all this week on a daily basis, I've been attacked, I feel like, by one of my sisters. And and I'm like, okay, I see her as her true radiant being. I mean, I, I focus on that. At Unity, we say, I see the Christ in you. you know, and, I'm, I, and then I try to, you know, like a divine will, and I'm not longer interested in that. I go to pulling that out and do that process, and then it just, like, keeps resurfacing. Uh, so then somebody else sends me a text about stuck group message, and, oh, you're the only one that's not doing anything. I'm like, what? Where did that come from? Maybe this time I wasn't able to that day, but, I mean, I can list, and I don't want to make a list. I don't need to. I, I, I don't want you to defend myself. You know, it's like they always want me to. You know what? I have. Can I share something this week that's been helping me choose the other yes. story? Yes. Um, I was talking to my prayer partner Diane this week, and we were both talking about how um, sometimes when things are going really well and we're doing our tools and you know, we're using them, and then we go out into the world, and it can be hours before we remember, oh, my gosh, I didn't use Ho'oponopono, or oh, my gosh, yeah. not, you know. So what ended up coming of the conversation was I said to her, I said, wouldn't it be great if we could remember 24-7, just remember who we are, and then all of a sudden I what I heard come through me was the affirmation, I am remembering. Like, mm-hmm. I'm remembering. I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. And so all week I've just been holding that with me. And what I've been finding is when I claim I am remembrance, what happens is it just creates this peaceful spot of quiet. And then these tools will come to light or like when I was going through something yesterday, I was like, I am remembrance. And then on the tail of that, I heard, and I'm offering this thought up to my higher Holy Spirit self or mm-hmm. I am remembrance. And then I just naturally go into Ho'oponopono or it was the, it was the most interesting. It's been really, really interesting. So mm, that's, that's great. what I would what I would do is just invite you, just try I am remembrance because that means you're remembering your I am. I am remembrance. I'm remembering I am. exactly who I remember. 
who I am. I am remembrance. Thank you. That is that's that is perfect. I was thinking, well, we should put like a, a red string or something around myself to to like to have a visual to remember. You know, because even the whole whole pono pair, I I I say it and then something will happen and I'll get like I give myself permission to get in there and into the story for like a minute or so. And then I get out of the story and I try to change the story and then, but that, even that small window that I open, that is like so toxic for me that I really need to like not even give myself one minute of permission to go to that story. Yeah, and that's what I found through using that affirmation for me is I would feel it creep in and I'd go, I am remembrance. And it was just this quiet, oh, yeah, I'm not. And I started to start to see how they were stories outside of me that were happening, but I really was remembrance. I was. I am. And it was the most, uh, I don't know how to put it, I can't put it into words over what, but I have found that that affirmation has been one of the hugest gifts I have gotten out of being part of this community and Mm -hmm. out of being willing to have conversations. And I just want to say to you, thank you so much for being willing to talk and to share what you're going through because, honestly, we're all one. And your story is very similar to the way, you know, it may have a different flavor, like ice cream, but it's, I go through the same thoughts with my family, too. Like, why can't they just love me and accept me exactly the way I am? And that's when I'm making the meaning of it that I need to be some way that I'm not already being. I'm not already exactly who I am meant to be. Yeah, and that's exactly what Jennifer told me. Um, I think it was lesson 15 or where it's like I'm I'm already perfect as I am. Like I don't need to um, I don't need to do any changes. Like to come before God and to be loved. I'm already perfect. I don't need to do anything differently. And you know, and it's true. And I just have to really own that. And I think it's you know this pain that I felt like so intensely. It just it, it just the universe or God loving me really and telling me. Let that go. Love yourself, you know. And I'm feeling that really strongly, and I'm like, oh my God, I could, I should, I could just love myself. And even though they're not gonna accept me, they're gonna criticize me. And it's like my family. It's like a big. It's like you know, you it just news travels, and everybody gets their opinions, and and you know, I need to just like kind of like disconnect from that flow and get back into the flow of the truth of love, you know? And like you said, pick the other story and focus on that story. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it's just making me realize that, you know, as I was listening, you know, part of me was like, well, what if she just didn't get attached to the what's the meaning she made of it and I was like oh what if I didn't get attached to the meaning I made of it with my family like so it's like oh as soon as I'm your sharing really 
is helping me like as well. So I'm I'm really grateful that you are sharing this and and you know, I guess it's one of those I call them the enough is enough moments. <laughs> when we go through those I, I just feel that way. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, right now, I think it's move You know, I wasn't even going to call in. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it. And then I called, and the number had been changed. And so I gave myself permission. Like, oh, no, I just can't do that right now. And then, like, I was talked to, and I jumped, trying to listen to my guidance. And Jennifer gave me the, I am, I, I, I am willing to see my sisters correctly and, you know, and I, I, I don't want to focus on them. I just want to focus on me. And I am remembrance. It's just a good affirmation for me, too. And maybe it's just part of a pattern that I like to go into that little pity party, you know? Maybe it's part of that, that I'm so strong and independent in so many ways. You know, when it comes to my family, they it's a dysfunctional thing that we have going on. It's an agreed role playing, like, okay, I'm going to be mean to you. Are you going to... Give me something because you want my love and acceptance. You know, I feel that, and I'm I'm looking at it going, wow, that's really sick. I'm really, you know, I'm the one that's allowed that to happen. And for me to get love and acceptance, which I don't really get anyway, no matter what I do from them. I mean, sincerely, I really feel that that it's not. I don't really get accepted and loved, and no matter what I do. So why don't I just love myself and then see what happens? Hi, guys. This is Linda. I just, I'm moved to add to this conversation that I've been listening to um, because what popped in my head was the five love languages. And maybe they are incapable of loving you the way that you recognize love. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I thought about that because I did the test and it's acts of service. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and so that's how I show love. Mm-hmm. You know, I just make food and, you know, and I help out and, you know, and, and so when I don't get that from them at all in any way, they're, they're just like, no, I don't, you know, you're, you're the one that does that, not me. And, and maybe I just, I just don't know how to love them. Because it's like, it seems like a collective group. It, yeah. They don't, they're not really, like, in, they're not really separate. They, if messages from these clicks, and they don't, like, they, like, feed off of each other and get these opinions, and they get themselves all worked up. And for years now, I've stayed away from that. Like, if somebody starts to tell me something about one of my sisters that gossiped, and I, like, disconnect from, I want to, I literally tell them, you know what? I think that we should talk to her, just talk to her directly, you know, and, and, and you know, one-to-one, or, or I could be there, but she's not here to defend herself or, or to tell or explain herself, and so I don't really want to participate in the conversation, and they've kind of, like, ostracized me because of that, you know. So now when I get feedback, it's about me. Like, mm-hmm. instead of attacking another sister, now they attack me. So I'm, I'm trying to understand that. Like, what is that? I, I kind of recognize that in in myself in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And Jennifer would always say the attacker, the attacker always feels attacked. Yeah. And Jennifer yeah. always feels loved. So um, I did for myself, because I was in that space too, um, I would do a lot of inner child work. Yeah. And, um, you know, that that part of me that wanted to go to that pity party space and that part of me that wanted to feel like a victim and that part of me that that was hurt by not being treated the way I was expecting to be treated right. is 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 okay and just is crying out for love. So if I can love that part of myself myself and mm-hmm. not expect that love to come from anybody else, then yeah. what other people say to me will roll off my back like a water on a duck. Yeah, and definitely. Like, you know, it's not easy to be having a conversation. I really appreciate the, the authenticity and the honesty of the group because to even say that to me, like, you know, the attacker always feels attacked when I'm feeling this way. It takes a lot of love and courage to do that for someone. And oh, I, appreciate I remember it. when Jennifer said it to me, I was yeah. pissed off. <laughs> oh, I was, yeah, you know. I was so angry that, you know, yeah. how dare she say that to me. She doesn't know who I am. But, yeah. but after I thought about it for a while, it's like, okay, that makes sense. That makes mm. sense. I'm, it and it was it. not that I was attacking others. I was attacking myself. Yeah, exactly. I was attacking myself. Exactly. Just, I just, I'm never enough. I'm not good enough. I'm, yeah. You know, and she talked about that in Monday's class about most of us feel unworthy, but there's, that most of us have the, we believe we are unworthy, and that, you know, we can never be, you know, and it's only our belief that makes us that. That what we think into being, which what I'm thinking into being is that my my expense is not at their expense or anybody else's expense. Like, you know, even then the feeling, the sense of like, oh God, and I see my dad, and I'm like, oh, and I really love my father, and we have a very special bond, and like, I really want to be there for him. But then at the same time, I felt like, you know what, I can't go. I have an obligation. There's other people that can go. Get one of them to go. One of you go. You know, like, I have to be the big person now, and I'll be the little kid, the little child that just judges and told, you know? And I'm not sure if that's coming. I thought about it, you know, is that coming from a place of, like, anger? Am I attacking? Am I... And I'm like, no, because I have an obligation. And I'm trying to be the person that keeps the word, like, you know, uh, oh, yeah, let's do this, and I'm trying to do that, or I'll, I'll see you then, or, you know, I'm trying to do those things and follow up with my word, with what I'm saying. And I'll just like, oh, something else came up. I'm going to blow you off, but I'll, then I'm going to go do this. Do you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a true emergency for me. If it's an emergency, I think it's different than, you know. So you were being loving to yourself by staying with, your obligation that you already had because you knew that your being there wasn't going to make any difference. But the inner child in you still was maybe feeling guilty. Exactly. Exactly. And 
and so that's so <laughs> the inner a child is attacking you for doing what you did and making you feel guilty. So then instead of I mean, this is what I'm seeing because this is I've been here. I've been here. Oh my god, so many times. The your inner child is dealing with it is by attacking others in your mind. Yeah. By attacking myself. I yes. keep attacking myself. I'm, a, I'm a really, honestly, I really, really try. And, and, and I'm really, like, I mean, I'm just like, it, you know, really trying to come from a place of compassion with them. And I, you know, and I do affirmations and I try to visualize them. And when I talk to them, I try to be loving. But I think inside, that inner child's like, oh, you're just not good enough. They're not going to love you. It doesn't yes, matter what and, you do. And, and I say it, too. The greatest work is. You know, that's the work. It's in me, the inner child. You're right. Exactly right. That's it right there. I'm so glad I'm here in this moment accepting that. Thank you. I'm so glad I could share that with you because I'm, I'm telling you, girl, I was right there. I was right there. And yeah. the more I work, well, I can't even say work on, the more I love myself, every part of myself, every despicable thing that I hated about myself for years, the more I love that person, the more I can be objective, like the observer in situations and the stuff that used to trigger me doesn't trigger me anymore. It's really lovely. It's a lovely place to be. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and you know, and I see and I see signs. I see like yesterday yesterday morning you know, I you know, we were going through kind of that conversation um with one of my sisters and she literally told me you're the only one that doesn't when I can't make a list of all the things that I, don't, I like I said, I don't need to make a list because I, I don't need to be defending myself every time. And I'm, I'm, I'm feel, I feel clear about that. I don't need to defend myself, but now I need to stop attacking myself. You know, and so I had asked for some help with, a, a while, like two months ago, you know, needing to move something, my daughter into her, into her, her new place at her college, and, and I didn't get any response from any of them. And so I'm like, wow, none of them are saying, yeah, I'll help you, you know. I'm like, that's okay because other people showed up, and that was great. And so yesterday I was feeling that tenderness of like, wow, you know, I'm so rejected. And then my doorbell rang, and I looked out, and there was these three, and I could tell they were like like Mormons, these young with the white shirts and their ties and so clean cut and cute. And I'm like, I'm not even going to open the door. And I thought, you know what, let me just open the door. I don't, you know, I, I think they saw me, and I don't want to be rude. I don't want them to feel rejected. Or So I opened the door, and I was going to tell them, you know what, I'm kind of busy. But then when I opened it, I felt like such loving spirits there. You know, and I'm like, so I started talking to them, and they were so sweet. And then and then they were, they're, you know, they, they get, have you read the book? And I'm like, no, not really, you know, would you like one? I'm like, well, I mean, well, would you leave? Would you just take this book and then just read this this page? I'm like, sure, I'm open, you know. And 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 then they ended up they ended up before they left. They said, oh, please, we want to be of service. If there's anything you need for us to do, we're happy to help you with it. And they left their name and a, and their and their phone number in a card. And I'm like, you know, that's God right there. I'm asking for help. And there's people that literally came to my door to ask to offer help 
so I am getting what I'm asking for. Yeah, just not in the way you expected it. Yeah, yeah, just not that way, you know. I, I thought that. And it's, and see, why can't I just focus on that? <laughs> why do I have to go back to him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I love you, Grace, and you can all text me anytime, anytime you need. Thank you very much. What you said is just like, just wow, I'm feeling my heart, I just feel so open and like I really got some truth, you know, and it's resonating and I'm, I'm willing, I'm so willing to heal, I'm willing to be loving and I'm willing and the purity of God, and I am in loving relationships, and I am remembering. Thank you. You're welcome. And I love you, too, very much. So this is Angela. I just wanted to acknowledge you, Grace, again, for just being willing to be open when you feel like being closed and just to demonstrate to everybody, you know, when we want to close, it's usually when we need, we can benefit the most. So that's awesome to show everyone. Thank you. And to see all the love that's waiting for you in the group and all the healing we get from your sharing. It's so true about making meaning, about making meaning of things, you know. And I'm just like feeling so grateful in my heart. And now my tears are not tears of like sadness. They're like, I'm just so happy. Mm-hmm. It's so Well, we have a few minutes left if people have any last shares or any prayer requests that we can work into the closing prayer. Tabitha, I wanted to ask about the little boy, Linda. Is it you, Linda, that posted Nigel or that he was flown to the hospital or? Yeah, Niger. He's actually he's back. He's back in the hospital again. So, okay. yeah, if you guys could continue prayers, we don't know what the doctors don't know what's going on, and we don't know what his highest and best path is. But um, yeah. just just for him and his mom, Mary. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Lord.
Okay, then maybe perhaps it's time to settle in for a closing prayer. If there are any last requests. Okay. Then we just place our hand on our heart. And we give great gratitude for this opportunity to again hold each other up in love and light and truth. We extend this love and light to all those in our communities, in our families, in those we consider family. We hold up our whole masterful living community in love and light. And we shine light as Rob has requested just that he is able to work through his grievances. We hold up Niger and all the challenges that seem to be happening. How do we know God is there? So we hold ourselves up in trust. We bless Grace as she works through this current lesson. We bless each person on the call for whatever lessons feel very present. And we use the tools that we're being given, the remembrance, because deep down we're already healed. And we just ask for clarity around how the mind is either, how the mind is contributing to our healing, because we know that God is present in all things, even the ego. And so we just, Hold hands here together, honoring the truth. We thank our teachers as they show up in our family, friends, in situations. Without them, we can't remember as easily. We bless the week to come. With grace and gratitude, we say amen. Thank you all for showing up. Thank you. God bless all of you. I love you all. Take good care. Thank you for loving me and listening to me. Bye-bye for now, everybody.